Sporting Goss on this Monday. Hope you're staying dry wherever you are. Make sure you're safe on the roads. It was a very big weekend for the Fremantle Football Club. Saturday night, they got that last gas win over the Sydney Swans. And last night over at Crown, of course, it was a big night for the Fremantle AFLW lineup. They had their awards night. And Trent Cooper is their coach. He's been kind enough to join us on Sporting Goss. Big night, mate. That pulls a, rules a line through the season. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was perfect timing. Um, it was initially supposed to be two or three weeks ago, but we went into that short lockdown, so we had to change it. So it just got pushed back to a Sunday night, which wasn't ideal, but uh, the girls had a really good night. It was a good way to yeah put that full stop on the end of that season yeah. and start looking forward ahead. Yeah, well done. It was also announced that you've got a contract extension for a couple of years, so unfinished business coops. Yeah, no, we've um, we had some success along the three years so far, but we haven't got to that point again, so... That's what's driving us. No, I really enjoyed my time so far and uh, the whole group is driven to take that next step. What do you have to do differently, mate? In the next two years on your contract extension, what are you aiming to do better to improve, one, your list, and two, your output? Yeah, definitely. The, the list is hard because you know, we're recruiting from WA, but there is a fair bit of talent coming through. So we just have to keep you know, topping up. We've, we've actually got the fourth youngest list in the comp at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so we think there's a lot of growth within uh, that we can just keep building on, um, particularly now that we've got the feedback that we weren't quite good enough. Um, now, last season, uh, well, the one before we went through undefeated, and you sort of think, oh, we'll keep everything the same and roll along. Uh, but now we've got the feedback that we weren't quite good enough, so we can change a few things up, change the way we, we move the ball and different things, and, uh, and hopefully that can help us take that next step. Since taking the reins as Fremantle's AFLW coach, um, what's improved? What's improved in your coaching and the output of your playing group? Yeah, the, 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 the group, that we've now got players who have been playing Oz kickball all the way through getting drafted. So Sarah Veria was the first one for us like that last year, and this draft batch coming through as well uh, are similar. So we're now getting that that skill level is getting a lot higher. And they could literally train with the boys in a skill sense, uh, no problems at all. So that changes how you move the ball because before it was all safe up the line um, and win the contest. But now uh, our sides can defend too well against that. So we have to to coach better and how to move the ball to get around that. And that was probably one of the areas we come unstuck with a bit this year. Uh, So that'll be a major area that uh, I need to improve in my coaching and the players will be uh, more than happy to take on new challenges and try to do that themselves. You must be very pleased then that Sarah Veria received the best first-year player on the back of, as you said, coming through that sort of Auskick program and, and that's the future of the footy club in regards to your recruiting and she was awarded last night. Yeah, she was. And she was played out of position most of the year. She's a really good natural defender and I think she'll end up being a very good midfielder. But it was hard to get her in the team early, but we had a, a spot in the forward line, so she'd never played there or trained there in her life, but we stuck her there and just let, let her go to work. And it was good for her just to get a, you know, a full season of games in. But then when we did throw her back occasionally when we needed to, she was outstanding, particularly in that game against Adelaide. So, yeah, we think we've got a really good you know, 10-, 12-year player there, and uh, we'll see the best – well, not the best of her, but more of her uh, this year. Coops, I know you don't want to uh, get involved in the politics of football, in particular the, the wages that they earn. Do the girls earn enough? And I'm not talking just about Fremantle, but do the girls earn enough for the commitment they make to their craft? No, they probably well, they definitely don't. Um, but it's on the right trajectory. So next year, um, 
60% of our list will be on that base wage, which is now getting up to $20,000. Like, obviously can't live on that, um, but it's it's getting in the right path. So I think we're, we're all patient. They know they're building. They've, they do their life outside of footy, and they do that juggle extremely well. Um, but, yeah, it's where the men were back in the 80s. And, um, yeah, for the, for the girls, the young ones, I think that will happen for them. I'll get full-time for the older ones. I don't think it will, but uh, just make the most of what we can uh, in that time. And uh, you don't hear too many complaints from them, that's for sure. No real shock about your fairest and best? No, it was, uh, yeah, it wasn't like a night that we were going to build up to for a big <laughs> shock announcement. No. It's, uh, that's for sure. But, uh, no, Kiara's just out, like, yeah, you just you, everyone sees the output that she puts out there and knows it, but what she puts in, she's the hardest working athlete mm. I've ever worked with or seen, um, and yeah, just gets deserves. She hates accolades as well, but uh, yeah, she shouldn't train so hard if she doesn't want them because she's going to keep getting them for as long as she plays. Yeah, very uh, she's much a so. Jet, and everyone loves her. Very much so. Uh, some of your other award winners last night who um, who picked up uh, sort of acknowledgements yeah. through the night. So, Steph Kane was amazing to come back from an ACL, uh, first year back from an ACL and uh, finish runner-up. That's pretty rare for anyone, um, particularly someone who's not a full-time athlete. So you know, we see that when the boys come back, they, they come back and they're okay for their first year back and then they hit their straps. But for Steph to come back and have her career best year was a credit to her. And Janelle Cuthbertson in really only a second year of footy coming over from tennis uh, to do what she did, be an All-Australian defender, and play half the season with a broken rib as well was a uh, yeah a phenomenal effort from her and yeah, I, I said I missed three games with a bruised rib once so I couldn't look her in the eye for the <laughs> back after the year but um, she's a tough tough ombre that's for sure and yeah totally deserved her award and Anne Stannett was the uh, best club person uh, voted by the whole the whole club and um, yeah she's another one who's come across from soccer and just does everything she possibly can to make the club and the team a better place so uh, thoroughly deserving of her award. 100%. Now, where do you go now in regards to uh, how long they have off? How many get released back into the uh, Waffle uh, Women's Competition, of course, and that's been certainly been going for a while now. But how long they all have off and when do they get back uh, for pre-season? Yeah, so we, we've got about, um, I think we've got 27 on the list now. And so 17 of them are playing Waffle W. We sort of manage their loads, but we like the fact that they go back and can experiment a bit, be coached by different people. They'll learn different things. So but we quite like the system where they get farmed out to different um, to different teams and, and do that, play against each other. So a really good game uh, yesterday where a few of our players were against each other. So they'll do that, and their season's all over by July 3. So they can have a little freshen up then. We haven't got the exact dates of our pre-season, but we think it'll be mid-September uh, for an early December start. So that's what we're sort of planning on. As soon as we get those dates, we'll be uh, up and going. And the sign and trade period it has been pushed back, and that'll start uh, next Monday. We start that, that period as well. So I don't think we'll be major players in that. We want to maintain the group we've got together. And um, if anyone does want to fly west and have a crack. We'll be more than happy to entertain those thoughts. But at the moment, I think it'll be a, a pretty similar list for the what what would we call it, AFLW6 or the 2022, 2021-22 season. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting time. The, the date changes and the season changes as well. Hey, congratulations, mate. Uh, one on the ex- con- contract extension. And again, albeit you didn't get the big bickies, it was certainly a, a year to get excited about for Fremantle fans. I know the playing group probably disappointed but from uh, from those disappointments, 
success can come and we look forward to seeing what they can do in the next year. Appreciate your time. All right, thanks, Ross. Good on you. There's Trent Cooper, the coach of Fremantle's AFLW team. They had their big night last night, their gala night, their awards night, and no real shock, Kiara Bauer is taking home the best and fairest for the third great year. This is the Sporting Goss.